0: Welcome to Fintech Insider. I'm Guerra, and in today's show, we're bringing you a bonus episode. Uh, we'll be talking about some exciting stuff we're cooking up here at 11FS. Our latest report, How Web3 is Shaping the Future of Finance, is out now. There's so much hype floating around about Web3, but also so much opportunity. So we decided to do an explainer that impacts what Web3 actually means and how it'll impact financial services, the risks, and as well as all the opportunities uh, presented Time to take a deep dive. So let's get started. As always, I'm never alone. I'm joined by my phenomenal 11FS colleague, who also happens to be the lead author of the report, Mauricio Magaldi. Uh, He's our Global Strategy Director uh, for Crypto at 11FS. Thank you so much for joining me, Mauricio. What what should our audience know about you and and what you do at 11FS?
1: Thank you, Gora. I'm super excited about the report. Super happy to be here today. Um, I run the what we call the crypto practice here at uh, 11FS Ventures, which is a consultancy uh, aimed at bringing the incumbents or the normies into the world of crypto and vice versa. So yeah, and I'm super happy that we get to explain this uh, in a little bit more depth to all of the audience, both today and with the report. So yeah, let's, let's get at it.
0: Awesome, yeah. If anyone uh, who at Alon that has like a lot of patience for explaining crypto, um, at Alon, it's, it's definitely you. So the perfect, like lead author for this for this report. So let's excited to dive in. So let's start with looking at how things have started, the what, the how, and the why behind the Web Three report. First off, can you give us an explainer? Uh, really why was it called the Web Three report?
1: Well, uh, I think the the easy one is like. We kind of rebranded crypto recently. We started packing more things uh, like metaverses and other um, the NFT. So it kind of mellowed out that sort of uh, stringent edge that we felt crypto had in the past, uh, which in a sense didn't take away the success of crypto itself, but it opened a lot of uh, avenues for non-crypto natives to actually start paying attention to this space. So. Yeah, we we pointed the report, a number of use cases and brands that are now involved in this space and turning crypto into Web3 just made everything more palatable for, you know, non-crypto natives. So I think it's timely that we explain that, yes, this is what happened and there's so much more to it. So we we actually go into the report. So, yeah, Web3 is, is, um, is all the hype, but there's a lot of crypto in it, too. So we need to make sure that that's clear for everyone.
0: Yeah, like I said, there's tons of hype, lots of noise around it. but And, you know, like this space is just booming right now, right? So th- why was this the right time for, for 11FS, for us to release a report like this, for you to, to work on this report? What was the catalyst behind this?
1: I think we're approaching what I would call a perfect storm for Crypto Web 3.0 the amount of countries that are organizing themselves to actually write regulations that would enable crypto is interesting. There's also countries that are trying to push crypto away. So that creates a a lot of uh, opportunity and tension for uh, the entrepreneurs in the space. We had a huge number of clients asking us about the same things over and over. And of course, the competition too. So I think it's interesting that we can tackle that head on and have a resource that people can recurrently come back to. We know this space changes a lot. So it's interesting that we could capture the fundamentals and things that are kind of harder to change as time goes by and as innovation gets thrown into our faces. So I think it's interesting. And the the time is, I think, you know, no better time than now. And this always can be improved and deepened as the evolution of the industry uh, comes along. So yeah, there's the whole regulatory uh, landscape. There's the wealth of opportunity and innovation. And of course, we want to serve our clients the best uh, we can. So that's also something that we hope they use uh, day in, day out.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, like I've been a part of some of these conversations you've had at 11FS with our clients and the prospective clients. Everyone is is kind of just feeling around in the dark, especially when it comes to crypto, like non-crypto natives and really a lot of big questions people have around this is, you know, this space is changing literally hourly. Like it's like every hour I, I hop onto Twitter or, or a website like the block, like there's new stuff, new news coming out all the time. So during the process of putting this report together, which I know was, was quite a, quite a long process. Um, you were able, it seems like you were able to cut through the noise and identify, uh, and, and zero in on some interesting macro trends. So like, can you, did you find yourselves opening any can of worms or going down any particularly interesting rabbit holes during the process?
1: I think we were able to avoid the can of worms, I guess, because we were, as an explainer, we were trying to go deep into the fundamentals in the very primitives of what consists uh, Web3. So, yeah, I think we were able to actually organize the thinking around technologies and around concepts, which I think uh, make it very easy to digest because most of the people have already heard most of the jargon. So we go and break the jargon down into like biteable pieces so people can actually understand, oh, this is what this thing does uh, Oh, this is what this thing enables for my business. So I think that's important to, for the reader to come in and say, well, let's let's see what this report gives me. And, and maybe first and foremost, how all of this applies to the business that I run. So I think, yeah, the rabbit holes were more like How do we make this thing palatable? How do we make this thing digestible for someone who is not necessarily a crypto native? I think we, at 11FS, uh, we see it at a very sweet spot of being very much in touch with regulators, fintechs, and incumbent banks. But we also have, you know, the other foot in crypto uh, for some time. So being able to bridge that with the report, um, you know, Delving into the experience that we have here at 11FS was important to actually turn this report into something that is useful for not only the incumbents, but we didn't want also to ostracize the crypto natives. So I think we are uh, what we're trying to do is to be successful at both ends. And I'm really hoping that the report strikes that right in the middle.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think I, I really like that you touched on the fact that we here alone of us really are straddling such an interesting line of fintech, but also crypto. And it, it's quite, it's quite a difficult line to straddle. And there's very few people on that. Like, I think that it really the makeup of, of the team that you've put together. You know, there's like I, I've, I've worked with you. I'm in Kenya right now. You're you're all the way in Brazil. We've got folks in the UK. Like we we're pretty global in our scope and, and our thinking. But is have you found trends with 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 the report that that are uh, pretty consistently the same kinds of trends or problems or questions globally, or are, are they regional?
1: I think one one of the things that we tried to do with the report is not try to be a news piece, it's of like a f- fundamental definition type of explainer. Uh, there are a few examples from all over the world, uh, in DeFi, NFTs, stable coins, DAOs, uh, all of the jargons are broken down into, into uh, more palatable descriptions with uh, examples to bear. So I think what we saw by actually pre- putting this Uh, thing together, is that there are examples of everything everywhere. Not all of them are completely successful. Not all of them are actually leaning into the primitives of Web3. But it's interesting to see that the amount of innovation that goes around the world in support of Web3 and using Web3 technologies and enabling all these new concepts are everywhere. And that's another indication that this was the right time for us to write this report.
0: What was the the hardest part about putting this report together?
1: Oh, that is a tough question. Actually, that was a tough process, but it's an easy answer. Um, Choosing what goes in and what goes out. Like, there's so much stuff uh, that we left out, um, like more detailed processes, um, stuff that we're certainly going to tackle on future Blockchain Insiders or other Explorer video series or other um, unfiltered articles because it is... Just such a wealth of information. But because this is an explainer, we needed really to sort of boil it down to fundamentals so people can actually understand. And then when we go with the spin-off content, they'll be able to map out, you know, what we're saying to what we try to teach over through the explainer. So, yeah, I think uh, that was that was a really tough uh, job. We actually had probably three times the size of the report in terms of content, uh, than we have right now of course most of the stuff got rewritten but we we didn't lose any of that everything's on the parking lot for us to actually dive deeper with the audience as uh this whole educational process moves along
0: i mean Mauricio, we're still so early right like it's I, I i feel like let's not let's not pull the trigger on everything right now like we're still so early in the space um is is there something is there something that that, that um like you said you you, you that the team chose to park that you think that someday not quite yet uh but it would be so it would make someday for some really great educational content or even content for our customers is there a nugget in there that that, that you've left out that you think would be a future gold mine
1: well i th- i think some of the stuff that we didn't add to the report uh is going to show up very soon because there are important educational pieces that weren't as fundamental but they are complementary to what we did with the report and I think from the like massive unlocks that we need to provide for Web3 to get massive adoption, we are doing two that are very important here at 1FS. One is that we're working on the education of the marketplace that goes a long way of unlocking this new crypto economy and Web3 opportunity. And two is actually working to improve on the UX of Web3, which we all know has its challenges and we're... Here at LabNFS, we're working towards that with uh, with some of our clients. So, yeah, I think there's uh, a little bit for everyone in the report. Uh, and if you we want to dive deeper into the additional material, uh, there's a lot more we're going to offer as part of the cycle.
0: Okay, awesome. I can't wait. Um, what was your favorite part of of the process or even of, of the report in general? Uh,
1: the amount of stuff that we had to reward to make sure that people would understand, I think, Like boiling down to size, you know, biteable size pieces of information was important, and that also helped. I think the whole team that was involved to actually sort of crystallize more of the knowledge, because we all know bits and pieces. Um, I, I tend to say to people, if someone, you know, tells you that they're an expert on this, well, that's probably not true. I myself don't consider myself an expert, but I'm super curious about all of this and I'm willing to learn and relearn and, and, and readapt and create, you know, a third concept above everything we're learning. So it's, it's just the learning process that we went through to actually put things to paper was, um, really instrumental in sort of consolidating the knowledge and the I mean, I, I can't say enough about the team. Yeah, um, I think the the way we work here at ElevenFS, the the degree of teamwork, I've never experienced this anywhere else, and I'm super happy that we are finally uh, going to be able to show that to the world.
0: That's great. So, um, we're gonna take a deeper dive into the goals of this report. So, really, what was behind uh, this? The, you know, this report coming into into the world. So, who is this report for, Mauricio?
1: So when we started gathering the content, we were kind of writing to ourselves, right, Um, in terms of the team. So everyone was picking a piece of the information and kind of downloading that into the report, uh, which was very important for us to amass that amount of information that we wanted to share. But as we developed the language for the report, uh, the angle, what we came to conclusion is that, okay, so we need to own our responsibility with the marketplace, which is bringing the incumbents into Crypto Web3. So we kind of angled the language uh, and we aimed the report to banks, fintechs, and regulators so they can listen in their own angle, in their own perspective. Some of us were in the banking space for a number of years, fintech. Uh, Some of us worked with regulators. So we wanted to make sure that when uh, this audience would pick up the report. They would not be, um, you know, left behind as we rush through the terms and the concepts and explain the technologies and the use cases. So that was uh, I think the primary uh, audience that we aimed at. But we know that it is important for us as an industry to learn in public. So this is also our way of actually going, out into the world and speaking with crypto natives in terms of, hey, this is how we're seeing this thing that we all are building. And this is how we're trying to explain to the normies, right? Regulators, fintechs, uh, and banks, and incumbents in general, and general public. So I think that was the angle. This is the goal. The goal is to actually demystify some of the fundamentals of this new industry uh, while still being credible, to the natives that are actually building it, so uh, and I'm, I'm hoping we were able to to pull that off because I'm a big fan of the crypto entrepreneurs. I think what uh, we are building as an industry is really remarkable. Um, so we want to make sure that we can operate as the piece that glues these two things together and make sure that we we turn up to be credible with the crypto natives, but also educational to the non natives.
0: Absolutely. I mean, just to give a bit of an anecdotal experience. So I have a, I, I've had a sneak peek at the report so far. It's, 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 we're recording before it, it, it drops, but um, I'm so excited for it to come out. And immediately I was thinking of a friend of mine who works in product at a Pretty large payments company, in company, and I'm like conversations that I have with him, and I'm just like, oh god, I wish I could like screenshot this and share it with him. Uh, he's gonna have to wait until Monday. But um, you know, I think that like that that, that this is that this is definitely something that uh, people in positions like product and and leadership and strategy, engineering, regulator, uh, compliance can take to other stakeholders within their businesses, basically to back up what whatever it is that that they want to 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 um, work on in terms of. Wading into crypto, so I mean that for me was w- the first thing that I thought of. I was like, my friend, I'm not going to say his name, but my friend X. I wish I could screenshot this because we've he's been complaining to me about fighting with with, with uh, stakeholders in his in his in his company about their approach to crypto. And you know, I, I so I, my, my question to you is, is, what are some of the most important takeaways that you that you think uh, people will come away from this report with?
1: Okay, yeah, that's that's a big one. I think if if we are successful and I think we will be with the report is that people will not FOMO right you don't you don't need to rush for this what you need to do is to educate yourself and then think about your business imperatives and where web 3 comes into play to actually help you grow the business and create new opportunities for revenue and actually boost your strategy. So adjacent opportunities will be available if you educate yourself enough. And more than anything, I think we're at a time where yes, there is speculation about crypto prices. And I think that's the nature of us as a society. But some of that price is actually pricing the actual technology that's empowering a number of people to actually create something new. So if we take things for that angle, that is, that is important. That is a big opportunity. So think about Web3 with the builder's mindset, not with the speculator's mindset. And I think we'll find a lot of uh, very interesting things to be done to boost our business models that we couldn't find before. So yeah, uh, I think the word of encouragement, yes. Go explore. There are risks, uh, like anything new, there are risks. But if you educate yourself, that's the first step in mitigating those risks and really think thinking through the noise and actually finding something useful to do with these new primitives uh, for your own business. So I think that's uh, that's kind of you know where we're headed with this. And uh, yeah, don't fomo. I mean, there's you said we're early. I think I think we're early, uh, not not earliest, <laughs> but I think we're early. And we, you can't beat education on this. Like really, go in, learn, read the report, reread the report, call us. You know, we, we'll help. <laughs>
0: Is so. I mean, can you give us a teaser uh, of one of the core concepts you outline in the report? I mean, I've, I've looked at the report, and and it, the concepts are brilliant. I think it's it's it distills a lot a lot of really big tough like topics and conversations down to some really bite, like easily digestible concepts. So, um you know, one of the core concepts that you outline in the report, can, can you can you h- highlight one of them and and how that concept may interact with financial services?
1: I'm not going to give away any of the uh, any of the concepts uh, by name, <laughs> but I think in terms of the interaction of web3 in general with financial services is one that's very close to financial services. In web3, everything can be financialized. So if you actually have a financial business model that can rely on the strengths of Web3 to boost your business, you will find support in these new concepts and technologies to do so. The way you're gonna go do things with Web3 will sound different because it's a different architecture. You have to think of different implications and incentives, but I think for financial services companies is the closest we'll ever get to FinTech as in financial technology is the sets of technologies that support Web3 because they're very much aligned to financial services. So I think that is that is why we believe that the opportunities are very adjacent for financial services companies because, well, that's how this thing operates and if you go through the report, you see that there are very specific concepts that will enable other business models that the existing sets of uh, technologies uh, would not. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear the feedback.
0: I'm Looking forward to it. I mean, so Angela Strange, the general partner at A16Z, famously said once that every tech company... Uh, will be a fintech company. Would you go further <clears throat> as to say that every fintech company will some will have elements of Web three in in what in whatever they're they're doing to to deploy their services?
1: I, I hope this is not a tricky question, but I think um, we, you and I, Gura, we we come back all the time to the Defi mullet, which was uh, kind of coined by the the guys at Bankless, uh, the podcast, uh, and I think that's a very Uh, visual way of seeing Web3 and crypto as an infrastructure so if we remove all the hype and all the speculation what we're actually building is the new financial rails for a multitude of use cases that in theory anyone could use if we take for that angle the builders angle the product angle there's a wealth of opportunity there that could make fintechs and banks much more efficient much cheaper to operate uh, and even more traceable you know so I think what we're running into is the actual, if, if we take this as an infrastructure and deal with it as it is, as an infrastructure that it is, uh, we unlock a, a lot of power for financial uh, technology companies, absolutely.
0: Great, thank you. And you know, right before we wrap up, let's, let's uh, look to any advice. Do you have any advice for any companies looking to expand into the world of Web3?
1: Educate yourself. Study a lot. That's the waters. I mean, you can't learn this thing by sitting on the sidelines. It's the same advice we give to regulators. I mean, just go, try, and do stuff because it feels different. It feels complicated because we're again early. Um, but I think thinking the business or rethinking the business is important. Don't don't work through the angle of the technology because technologies are just enablers think about the angle of the business. What does things unlock in my business? Do I really need this? Or am I on it just for the hype, right? Why am I going to do an NFT of whatever it is if it doesn't fit my business model or my governance model? So yeah, exploring that with the business fundamentals, I think is the imperative to actually start um, delving into this. But Do it with adjacencies, right? Go after stuff that's kind of closer to what you currently do and see how that works on a Web3 world, right? So I think that's experimentation, knowing what you know, and then uh, how Simon Taylor puts it, the Web 2.5, right? Just try and mix these things and see how that sits on your overall business model. So exploration and give yourself room to experiment and potentially fail, but don't leave these things uh, because... If you don't do anything, someone will, and then you don't know, you will, you will not know where the disruption came from because you were not experimenting. So yeah, I think just get your hands dirty.
0: And, you know, I, this is definitely like, I, I want to just before we wrap, I want to say that um as your colleague, Mauricio, I'm going to big you up for a second. Like Mauricio pours over, he's obsessed with this shit. Like you are... In the weeds with with crypto and Web three, I'd love to Fest and it's it's so great that um, we have such a you know vibrant team to nerd out about like the dumbest things, but also like the most like complex and, and thoughtful pieces around this space that uh, we have really great discussions. So um, yeah, definitely check out the report. So that wraps up today's discussion. Uh, thank you so much, Mauricio, for joining me. Um, where can people find out more about you and the report?
1: So before we break, I just want to thank the whole team involved in this, the media team, the content team, the design team, Foundry, Ventures. Um, I, this is, again, it's the the best experience I've ever had with teamwork. And I think this report will show that to, to the world. Um, at Block Drop Spot on Twitter, 11FS.com, obviously. And you can find the report at 11FS.com forward slash Web3 report. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And you can find me at N-O-T-G-W-E-R-A on Twitter, uh, NotGuerra. So thank you so much for listening. If you like what you've heard, please do subscribe to the podcast and do not forget to leave us a review. It really does help us make this better and helps other people find the show as well. Um, as always, if you want to join into the conversation, and you can find us on social media. Just search for 11FS or FinTech Insider or email podcast at 11FS.com. Thank you so much and goodbye.